and hello everybody uh the song that you're listening to is none other than the raiders march from john williams this was featured in the first indiana jones film raiders of the lost ark and was carried through throughout the whole series yeah this uh song is uh iconic i mean to get your butt get your blood pumping and if you have on a hat man it makes you fix it (laughs) um once again john williams there's a movie that's coming out it's called scores coming out in june i think everybody should check it out if you find that this music right here basically shaped your your childhood check it out because i know we're we're definitely going to check out that documentary but this week we talk about a plethora of things we went to go watch uh, King Arthur. We reviewed that movie. We th- we had throwback, a couple of throwbacks, and and our main topic was one's gotta go. Mm-hmm. And this song has something to do with it. Yeah. So uh, keep it here. And hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? 98 degrees. Yes, it's a hot day. And, you know, this is like we're on the cusp of summer right now. So if summer's going to be like this. You gotta start wearing some shorts, mad shorts. Uh, everybody's gonna be dressing like they're going to the gym with nowhere to go. <laughs> oh man, it's brutal out there. For yes. all you filmmakers shooting uh, outdoors, I'm yeah. sorry. Oof, shooting freaking what wedding photographers. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That is the worst, man. Oh my gosh. The wedding videographers and the photographers, especially the uh, the Indian weddings. I'm not saying that Indians uh, is wrong that Indians get married or anything, but their weddings. I've never done one before, but I heard that their video, their weddings are like twelve hour, twelve hour weddings or something like that. Of you on your feet, kind of thing, just recording for twelve hours, because you know it's, they 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 make a thing out of it. You know they got to sit down. You know that it's gonna be a long ass ceremony when uh. The bride and groom gets a chair. I hate that. I hate that kind of stuff. I'm not a fan of uh, long as uh, wedding ceremonies, but I am a fan of long as um, receptions, though, and open bars. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's crazy because I was married uh, May 31st, mm-hmm. and it wasn't this hot. No, and we're in May now. No, my it wedding, wasn't. My wedding was not this hot. And we danced and we got crazy and it was not like we were sweating, but it was because we were burning so many calories dancing. But you see, it's that global warming or that uh, extreme climate change or geo name that fucking trailer that we saw. Oh, my geo God. Storm. Yes, that movie. <laughs> it's basically for those who haven't seen the trailer, check it out. And I dare you to tell me that this movie doesn't look like the day after tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks like the same premise. You know what? I want to watch it just so I can see the shit show. <laughs> I, w- I really want to just see the shit show that it is. But I do want to watch it. If if I can get sneak preview passes, I'm definitely going to watch it. But I would not pay money to see that movie. Nope. I would not. Uh, nope. That's just going to be one of the. I think that might that might just take the circle for worst movie of the year. Just looking at it, it just seems like, oh, man. Ugh. Oh, man. So travesty <laughs> we actually just got back from the movie theater yep. uh today was the opening day for king arthur legend mm-hmm. of the sword written and directed um and produced by guy Ritchie. yeah um so embarrassing story i fell asleep through most of it <laughs> bad I had to wake me up but disclaimer i did not fall asleep because of the film I fell asleep because I just did not get that many hours of sleep yesterday, and I was extremely tired. I had to go to a business meeting early in the morning, 
Uh, but let's review King Arthur. King Arthur. Pat, what are your thoughts? Um. Well, just like um, I got reviewed. Like you didn't want to do the the little survey that the lady gave us because it wasn't going to be honest. I was I was asleep the whole time. Oh yeah, you, you know. Were. So that's why yeah. I didn't want to do the the survey I, after yeah. the movie. I gave the the review, whatever. I gave my little survey answer, and I thought it was a fair movie. It's a fair movie. Um, for the most part, the beginning and all the Guy Ritchie part of the movie were awesome. It's just like uh, it's just that I felt that it was tossed together around. Like there were certain parts that um, I just felt like they just threw it together. When I think about the movie now, I think about it as a dream. Like you ever you had a dream, like a vivid dream, and then when you wake up, you try to remember it, and you just remember parts. Like you know, yeah. like it, like if you think of the all the parts that you remember as a whole, it makes a story. But for the most part, you just think of just parts here, parts there, kind of thing. And um, the Guy Ritchie movie. I really enjoyed the Guy Ritchie-esque parts, like the whole thing about uh, the dialogue in between the characters. I loved every bit of it. Uh, the British accent, even though I think I needed some subtitles, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it had a little, it had a little taste of Lock, Stock, and um, two smoking mirrors. Yeah, and, uh, and Snatch. It had that that Man, whole dude. little like, oh, uh, we're a crew of like bad guys, but it's like we're bad guys, but we're good guys, you know, like, like Robin Hood kind of thing. To be honest, I think he should have did a Robin Hood movie rather than a King Arthur. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that would have been cool. Because I think the fact that this movie was such on a it was such a grand scale kind of thing. Because King Arthur is supposed to be like, oh, he is he's battling. It's supposed to be a war kind of thing like knights versus knights kind of thing king arthur i mean but, but when you think about a uh, robin hood you can see him doing some stuff like what they did in this guy Ritchie movie i seriously believe because it was like a spoiler alert, it was just a a band of uh of uh rebels who were well, basically get the star wars thing a band of rebels who were trying to go against this uh, empire. But they did steal from the rich and gave to the poor so he could turn it into a heist yeah. film and make it feel like Snatch. See, that's a movie that could have been awesome. A fucking Guy Ritchie, a Guy Ritchie-esque uh, heist movie. With Robin Hood Robin and Hood. his merry men. Dude, that would have been fucking awesome. And they all talk like with the Cockney <laughs> accent. Don't you go running It's like, um, what's the name of that fucking, like... Um, Ocean's Twelve or Ocean yeah. Seven? I think that's the woman's version of it. <laughs> or is it Ocean's? Uh, we only get a percentage of what the guys make, so it's only oh, seven 70, or eight. Seventy-eight percent. Ocean seventy-eight percent. I know that's a sexist joke, but uh, it's bad. It's wrong. It's it's really wrong. It's really wrong that that happens. But you know what? To be honest, uh, saying about that, um, maybe I live in a bubble, but I've never experienced that before like a woman who's who is at my same level getting less money than me i've never experienced that but that must be like some corporate thing like some higher up like um law firm or something like that maybe they that happens to them but ah that never happened to me before (laughs) (laughs) um so for king arthur legend of the sword um this movie stars Mm. charlie hunnam um, Jude Law, Eric Bana. There. Okay, so going into this movie, I'm totally expecting something like Game of Thrones, where you know it takes place during the medieval times and everyone speak uh, speaks very Shakespearean, mm-hmm. and it was going to be like a very classical movie. Complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, visually, yes, it takes place during like those times, uh, but like Pat said. Cockney accent everywhere. Everyone just like spoke really dirty English. It it felt very modern. The fashion felt modern too. Like mm-hmm. King Arthur was yeah, like a guy in a jacket, really cool. Yeah. He looked like Han Solo. Like yeah. he, he was a guy with a cool jacket. At one point, he's wearing like a mink coat. Yeah, I was like, that's a really nice coat, and he's got a really nice haircut <laughs> for a guy living in those medieval times. Like I didn't know they had clippers, and like <laughs> you saw the way they were cutting his hair as a little kid. 
They were just they had a knife and they were just shaving his head. They did a great job, man, because he has a hipster <laughs> haircut, very clean. You know, I like how he trims his beard very evenly. Um, but other than that, uh, it, the movie did have its typical Guy Ritchie moments, which were the best moments of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an edited um, like montage that has like that Guy Ritchie fast paced montage um, where you see King Arthur growing up and you see the type of life he was living. Um, yeah. The moments with the music were really great. Um all that stuff I liked, all the stuff in between, I felt maybe could have been shortened or maybe even pulled out of the movie. There were scene, there were some scenes that were just really drawn out, and I felt like it didn't really add anything to the story. Um, like, there's a scene where you see him walking in the forest, and then he falls to the ground, and then he goes into, like, this dream sequence where he's going underwater to get his sword and then comes back up. That like, scene... You know, you know what else scene uh, was just seemed like it was forced was uh, the scene that he had to go into the for that, that other forest scene. Like they told him, like, oh, they had this little conversation, like, oh, in order for him to understand what the sword yeah. is doing, he has to go into the forest. So he went to the forest, and this is supposed to be him, his, uh, his, uh, what was that? Like him, he's finding himself kind yeah. of thing, and. All it was was that uh, he was fighting snakes, big ass rats, wolves, and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, that whole sequence to me just felt like they could have got rid of all that. Yeah. And just have him just uh, he just stumbled upon this power because there was this one scene that um, he's back in the city. Spoiler alert! He's back in the city, and while he's back in the city, they're trying to assassinate the king. And it fails because uh, well, the person who they were tipped off by, the king finds out that she's uh, she's not loyal to him. So she he plants like a fake uh, person that looks like a king. They end up having to run away because now they know where he's at. And he runs back to this area that he learned how to fight in. You could find that out early in the movie in the montage because he learns how to fight from a, uh, an Asian monk named George. <laughs> and when he when he uh, he runs back over there, and underneath that of uh, little MMA gym that they're at, because they were doing some MMA moves in that. Oh yeah, I, I saw I saw a crossbar. <laughs> yeah, you saw that shit, right? It was like I'm like, what the fuck is our armbar? Not crossbar, an armbar. Yeah, they did an armbar, and uh, what you call it? One one person lifts up a little sewer grate to go down the hole. And nobody wanted to leave because they were like, yo, we, we're, we're teaching ourselves how to fight just for this woman right here. So we're going to stand our ground here. And, you know, Arthur was like, yo, so nobody wants to go in this hole so we can get away. And, it's, and they were saying, like, well, we're just going to keep on constantly running. We might as well just fight here. And I like the excuses that everybody else had because he went around to all his friends and he was asking them. Yo, are you going to get in the fucking hole kind of thing? Because he was kind of pissed off that nobody was getting in. One guy said, like, oh, I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of the dark. I was (laughs) like, okay, I I get it. So nobody really wants to go down there kind of shit. And I'm like, all right. So he just stood there. and He was just watching his friends fight all these, uh, the the military. Then he finally gets his power. Like, he he holds the, the, the sword in two hands. And he just does this one fell swoop. And it just knocks everybody down. I think it kills everybody. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. You really, we really didn't need that forest scene if that, if that right there happened. Because even after the forest scene, nothing yeah. really. It was like, it was not like he was able to still use his powers. He yeah, was not all, able to use his power yeah, at all. All those scenes that were, that were, that, that drew out too long, they were very forgettable. Yeah. Like, I don't really remember half of them. Even, and I was awake during those scenes. So the movie would just seem like. <clears throat> It seemed like it was rushed. And, I mean, I do like the fact that this was a different take on, like, this wasn't like the typical King Arthur where he's, you know, this innocent farm boy and he's very uh, righteous. And, no, this is like a badass, uh, like, swindler and, Mm -hmm. you know. He grew up on the street. He grew up in uh, in a brothel. Right. So, you know, that was cool. Now, is it the best King Arthur movie? Uh, Nah. My favorite King Arthur movie was uh, 
the movie called Arthur, and it was done by the same guy who did uh, shit. It was another Johnny Depp movie from Hell. Okay, I forgot the name of the the guy from who did from Hell. Also did uh, what well, was a, it was two guys that directed that movie, the Hughes brothers, the Hughes brothers. But one of the Hughes brothers did uh, Arthur, and it had uh, Keira Knightley in it. And that one was more based on like reality kind of thing, because there was really no, no magic or anything. It was like it was real, yeah, kind of thing. And um, I really enjoyed that movie. That I think that's the best King Arthur movie. This guy Richie movie comes in second place. It's a close second because I really like the way that he edits his his uh, his films. But the reason why I'm putting it at second is because. Uh, the story was kind of erratic. Yeah. It was like, um, it was like, oh, this looks cool. Let's throw that in there kind of thing. And Guy Ritchie movies does this. It seemed like he had some outside source tell him to rush this movie kind of shit. Yeah. Now, where does this movie fall in his resume of films? Oh, Is this resume. up in the top or down in the bottom? Ooh, um, or somewhere in the middle? I'm gonna say that this movie is uh, is at the bottom, which is not like a, it's not a bad bottom. <laughs> it's not a bad bottom. Pause. But <laughs> because um, his whole catalog is awesome to me. Well, no, it's not at the bottom. His, the movie that's at the bottom is the movie with Madonna. Oh, that's oh my god! I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, remember that? What's the name of that movie? Remember that little shipwreck of a tale. That movie was a uh, that movie was a, a total shit show. I saw that movie because I'm like, oh, it's a Guy Ritchie movie, and it had none of the Guy Ritchie stuff that I like. Swept away. Yeah, that movie was a total nightmare. I watched all of it, and I know why he did it. I mean, that was his wife at the time, and um, no, it was horrible. He had to do it because it was his wife at the time. Do you <laughs> know which movie he's directing next? What movie is that? Aladdin. Really. You see, that might work out for him. He might do the whole... Wait, a Disney Aladdin? I don't know. Live action Disney Aladdin? Or is it going to be... What kind of... Yeah. Disney is Aladdin? Disney Aladdin. No cuss words. Guy Ritchie with no cuss words. He might get. He might be able to get away with it if he used like British customers, though. Oh wait, yeah, we knew about this because um, there's talk that uh, Will Smith might play the genie. Oh okay. I don't know about Will Smith playing the genie. I'm all like, I see is uh, like it needs to be someone really funny, and Will Smith. He's funny, but he's not like. Yeah, like, but I don't think he's like voice funny. He's not voice funny. He's like, Will Smith is like line funny. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, the reason why I say line funny is like the lines that he says are funny. Right. But I need to see I need to see the whole, whole ensemble. I need to see Will Smith in order for me to laugh at it. Yeah. I just can't see like uh, some type of some type of cartoon or something like that. But, uh, oh, man. I mean, who, who would you put in place of Will Smith? Rather than for the, the genie, mm-hmm. it has to be someone big, though. It needs to be someone, someone that people are gonna get really excited for to see Louis as genie. C. K? No, <laughs> that's not gonna fit. A redhead like white guy just come out of a like a I like an Arabian that, genie lamp. I like the fact that he's just like Louis C.K. always has this like uh, the sloth kind of uh, mode to him. Like it's always like eh, I don't care. Kind of shit. Like they could use his voice mm-hmm. for like a digital character. Mm-hmm. I think that would be probably probably be funny. Uh, for the genie, Kevin Hart. Nah, I'm tired of <laughs> I'm tired of him playing those roles. I think we've had enough with that. Um, I mean, who could possibly be there? Um, now, this is gonna be really racist. But I was thinking of the guy that plays Dinesh from Silicon Valley. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> but he wouldn't like he would be like a sarcastic genie. Someone yeah. who's just really sarcastic. He's not gonna do what Robin Williams no. did, like, whoa, whoa, no. He's just gonna be like a like every line he says is just gonna be really sarcastic he's an asshole and really genie. funny. He's exactly. It's an, an asshole genie. I could definitely see that. I could see that. <laughs> That'll be funny. That would be a funny ass genie if he was to do it. 
I can I can definitely see that, man. But maybe maybe they see something that we don't see in uh, Will Smith. So we were saying um, this movie would be second. I guess second to last in uh, Guy yeah, Ritchie's. Second to last. Second to last. Yeah, man. I mean, this guy has an impressive resume. We're talking about Sherlock Holmes, Rock and Roller, Revolver, mm-hmm. Snatch, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. Like, very impressive resume. Uh, what's the movie? You said uh, The Man Sherlock from Holmes. Uncle. Sherlock Holmes, Rock and Roller, Revolver. That's going to be third to last. It's going to be... I'm just... Because Revolver, I really didn't enjoy. I really... That's another movie that I was like, eh. And, um... Though, you know what? King Arthur goes above uh, Revolver. That's my that's my view. Okay, so out of, um... What should we say? Out of uh, five swords, out of five <laughs> mages, out of five, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was another cool thing about the movie. They, they uh... What you call it? They made it seem like um, humans are killing mages because of some... They never show Merlin. They talk about him, but they never show him. For a brief moment, they did. Where it was, was a he? quick shot. It was a quick shot of him, I think, putting the sword in the stone. He actually, like, puts it in the rock. No. Yeah, it's like it was a flashback, sequ- uh, flashback scene. You're right. You're right. He, like, he someone was, like someone was telling the story. Yeah. Yeah. But you never, you never see his face. You never really see his face. Exactly. Because um, I think that girl was supposed to be Guinevere. You think so? Oh, probably. The mage chick? I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed, I like the story of King Arthur ever since uh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. I, I always liked the cartoon, so I, I used to like the cartoon. I tried to watch it recently, and uh, it, didn't, it didn't really uh, work for me. But uh, <laughs> So out of five swords... I give it a, I give it three. Cause it was fair, so I give it two and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two and a half two only and because half. I get it, I need to watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I give it a two and a half. And um, I mean, this is the first week that it came out and it's making eighteen million dollars. Think it costs uh, five fifty million dollars to make. It's gonna make its money back, especially in England. It should make its money back. The budget for this movie was one hundred and seventy-five million. Really? <laughs> it was oh, not five million. I thought, I thought it was fifty. Goddamn. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they def- yeah they're gonna make that back with uh, when they when it comes back to DVDs and everything <laughs> like that. When it comes out of DVD and all that stuff, but have you, I mean I've been seeing what England is doing, man. They're making moves. They're making moves, even though they don't have a lot of actors, because they're just putting a lot of people in. <laughs> they putting a lot of people, uh, uh, the same people in a lot of movies. Uh, mm. A lot of people are playing the same bad guys. Yeah. That I'm realizing, but um, I see what they're doing over there across the pond, man, and I'm enjoying what what you guys are putting out there. So keep it up. <laughs> keep it up, uh, my English brethrens. <laughs> All right, now let's get back in. Now let's go into throwbacks. Yeah. Throwback flicks of the week. Pat, you had. Yeah, my throwback pick was uh, this TV show that's based off of a movie that you guys have probably seen. It's called Weird Science. They put it up on uh, Hulu, and I was watching the TV show, and it came up right after. For the most part, the show is... um, Oh man, it's nostalgic as hell. There's a lot of stuff that happens, and it's it's one of those uh, coming of age tale about two kids who who what you call it, who want to get laid. <laughs> and it is a it's a very co- uh, coming of age story because the movie that mm. the show is based off of was directed by John Hughes, the same guy that oh, made yeah. Breakfast Club and Sixteen yeah. Candles, and yeah, definitely. And for some reason, um. There's no parents in his uh in his world of movie and John Hughes movies. There's no parents in this world and in this TV show, there are barely any parents. But there's a lot of teachers there. Um, the kids they go on these these magical adventures with uh, this woman who they created with using magazines and a computer that is <laughs> with 
with I think it was an Apple computer. They use an Apple computer, uh, some magazines, and just some some I, I would say like technology know how. And they make this this fascinated woman who is basically like a genie. This is the tale of Aladdin as well, and she she just creates these scenarios for them. Like uh, there was one episode that. She, one of them wanted to know how how it was to be like a girl or something so she turned both of them into women turned both of the dudes into women and they just went into the female locker room was sitting on the sitting on the bench as the women were just undressing and they were like wow i could be a woman forever kind of stuff but then they start getting hit on and one of them felt a little jealous because it says you're the pretty one and i'm the ugly one but i was looking at the girls i'm like they both look good though i don't get it I don't get the, I don't get what what they're arguing about. But apparently, one of them was the hot chick, and the other one wasn't. And um, they stood up to themselves because some guy was trying to take them out or something. It's it's a crappy TV show, but for the most part, if you just if you just need something to watch, it's only twenty twenty one minutes long, every episode. And they get a lot of information out in 21 minutes because minus the commercials. If you just want to watch it, just watch an episode and just it's one of those episodes. It's one of those TV shows that you just want to. You just want to mock it. That's it. You just want to make fun of it. And if you if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely. You know, that show, as weird as it was, Mm. didn't do that bad. They had a total number of five seasons. There's a total of 88 episodes. The show Powerless on NBC got canceled in its first season. The show that just came out, Powerless, about the people in the DC world that don't have superpowers, that are like supposed to clean up the mess or whatever. Oh, that show got canceled already? It got canceled. They, they announced it this week. Home. They announced it this week. They didn't even, they had three more episodes and NBC like just nah. didn't play it. They were like, fuck it. It's just, it's over. I actually watched that show. And this show, Weird Science, actually did better than that one. There's a lot of show that got canceled. Uh, what's the name of that other show? Um, there's a lot of cancellations going on. Sleepy Hollow. That yeah. show got, that show's getting canceled. Um, Scandal is going off air. It's not really getting canceled. It's uh, going off air after seven seasons. There's not going to be no more of that show. Um, I thought Grey's Anatomy was going to be right behind it, but uh, they're still kicking. They're still on that lifeline. I don't. I don't. I just don't get those shows, man. <laughs> I just don't get it because it just seems like it's the same drama. But you know what? That's that's people's guilty pleasure. Because I have pe- I got friends on on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, I'm about to say Twilight Twitter, <laughs> who are into that kind of uh, TV shows. And for me, uh, my guilty pleasure is all those Chicago shows, like Chicago PD, Chicago. I can't, I, I can't watch any Chicago of those shows. Justice, Chicago Justice, Chicago Fire. Like any show about <laughs> cops or court or doctors, I feel are Whoa, all the same. Yeah, they are. They they definitely it's are. It's the same. It's the suspect that you least expect. They have a a, a montage of them in a lab looking at. Test tubes what, and chemicals. I, the Chicago shows don't do that. And they're semen. They don't. <laughs> they don't do that kind of stuff. What? What? Uh, the Chicago shows are cool because um, they make it seem like it's. Um, they use like modern, modern things to happen. Like oh, uh, the episode that just passed right now was one of the guys. One of the people was. Um, he was burning pedophiles on live uh, on Facebook Live, but he was using burner phones. So he was burning pedophiles, and the first person that he burnt wasn't really a pedophile. It was like uh, when he was seventeen. When he was seventeen, he dated this this girl, mm-hmm. and then you know they they fooled around and stuff. And then her parents found out, and they she they took her they took this dude to jail. He had to spend five years in jail, and now he's a pedophile. Mm. But it was just like he's seventeen, she's sixteen, kind of shit. And you know, they were just kids fucking around. But since her parents were so uh, religious, they were like, "Oh, he he raped you, he did all the other shit." And then they sent his ass to jail. And then as soon as he gets out of jail, he commu- he gets in contact with her again, saying, like, "Hey, I'm out of jail. I want to know if you want to meet up and do this, you know, so we can pick up where we left off." 
what you call it um he ended up getting burnt because he uh he was under the the neighborhood watch list or whatever that shit called <laughs> it was a pretty it's a pretty cool show you know i'm defending it even though i already know that a lot of people are like ah oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's it's a generic show and it is a generic show it's this like it always starts off with crime in the crime in the beginning just when they're about to get close to solve the crime, something else, another evidence shows up. They ask somebody a question. They find out that this is not the guy. They get the guy. They found out the guy who they got is not the guy. And it was the first person who they should have asked all along. It's the Scooby-Doo scenario. <laughs> they would have got away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. It's the same thing on every show. Chicago Justice. Um... But you you really you you're really involved with the characters. It's the characters that you love to watch. That's the thing that gets you within the show because you know there's like oh there's no love triangles in this show. That's what I like about it. That's what I like about it because it's like oh this person likes this person. Oh this person is dating outside the precinct, so they're dating like a regular ass chick. Okay, that's cool. And it's like all right, so everybody just doing their own thing. And it's the whole you know that's the thing I like about the show. They don't never for once talk about family, but I have a feeling like they think of each other as family. That's the thing, because, you know. You're a real fan, Pat. Huh? You're a real <laughs> fan, bro. I'm a real fan, man. He's creating his own fan fiction. Yo, because no, none of them ever talk about, like, oh, yo, yo, we're family huh? kind of thing. Like, they never do the Vin Diesel, like, yo, we're family, you know. I got your back kind of thing, but it's like you know that they do. You know that they do kind of shit. And it's like, yeah, that's what's up. Because one of the... One, <laughs> you know what? Let me stop. Because <laughs> I'm over here. I'm, I'm, I'm fanning out. I'm fanning out over here. And uh, let's go on to the next one. Let's go <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> All right. Well, my throwback uh, is something... is a movie that I guess... Wait, did I see it off of Netflix or HBO Go? Mm. It's uh, Blow. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, starring Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz. This is a movie that ever since it came out in 2001, so many people would not shut up about this movie. Mm. And I actually saw it for the first time uh, just the other day. This is a movie based off of a true story of a gentleman named George uh, Young. I believe that's his how you pronounce his last name. Um, this is a an American guy that started out selling weed then moved up to cocaine and moved up so dramatically fast that was act- he was actually working for Pablo Escobar himself. Um, and that's what this story is about. And, of course, you know, it's a typical drug story. He travels to Colombia. He meets some dangerous guys. He gets rich. And, of course, everyone stabs him in the back at the end of the story. Um, Johnny Depp's performance, you know, this I think this was definitely one of his better performances in his career. Um, the movie itself, though, I don't know. I guess because it was predictable, I didn't really care too much about it. Um, the second half of the film definitely felt rushed. Uh, getting to him, you know, going to prison and everyone stabbing him in the back. Um, I did like the drama that he, uh, he had between himself and his daughter. Because um, he didn't really have a good relationship with her. One thing that bothers me, though, and always bothers me, is every time they make a movie about Colombia or about Pablo Escobar, they hire actors that are not Colombian. And for people who don't speak Spanish, they probably don't see the big deal. But it is a big deal because it is so unauthentic. It's like trying to make a British film Uh and you're going to hire all Australians. And they're not even going to try to do a British accent. They're all going to talk like Hugh Jackman. Oh, for <laughs> like, you're, you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, this is bullshit. This is not England. They're, why are they talking with an Australian accent? Don't they accent? do that with uh, Narco? They did that in Narco, right? So in Narcos on Netflix, okay. yeah, um, <clears throat> majority of the actors were Colombian. So they had the accent. So I was okay with that. The guy that plays Pablo Escobar is actually a Brazilian actor, but he learned how to. He actually lived in Colombia for a couple of years, so that he can learn the accent and how to pick it up and everything. And I feel like, for example, let's say that just shows that they just don't care because they did that also in um, 
uh, Bad Boys 2. The dude who was playing uh, Cuban, he didn't sound like the typical Cuban that I know. He didn't sound Hispanic at all. He sounded more like a Russian guy. <laughs> but but this is the thing, though. One but of this the dudes, this, the, the cop, the cop who was talking to Marcus and uh, Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence character, he sounded Cuban. But like, but this is another point I'm trying to make is, okay, imagine Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Mm-hmm. Okay, Let's take out all those British actors. Let's put in American actors. Mm. Maybe the American actors could try their hardest to pull off that accent. But it's not just about the accent. It's also the personality mm-hmm. of those characters. You know, the ones that don't go running around a break. Like, their yeah. <laughs> their personalities contribute to the accent because they're all rough. They're, you know, they, they, they seem like the type that they'll just knock your teeth out once mm-hmm. they meet you. So to have an American actor do it, it's not believable. It just feels like someone reading lines. And yeah. that's how the Hispanic people in this movie, whenever they spoke Spanish, especially Pablo Escobar, it just sounded like rehearsed lines. The Colombian personality wasn't there. And that's the thing. Pablo Escobar, he's from a part of Colombia where they talk really fast. It's like 100 words per second. And the way he would talk, you could tell he was from the streets. Like You could tell he was very very street, uh, street smart. And... You know, he was one of those, like, you know, I talk fast, I think fast, like, I'm a businessman, I make deals, and, like, he was just, like that. But then this guy, who plays him, is like, hello. Like, he sounded like the Dos Equis, man. Like, like I am Pablo Escobar. Like, why are you talking? Like, no, it's not, I don't believe that you're that famous drug dealer that we all know about. Because if you pull up videos of Pablo Escobar, he never was... Like this, he never spoke. They try to make him, uh, you know, seem like he was, uh, he was like, the, like the Godfather or yeah. something, like a like an and American. He, what you and, call and he wasn't like that at all. He was just a, a someone who just spoke really fast. He didn't really care about fashion. Like he wore normal clothes that everybody else wore. I don't know. I just I, I really hate when they try to be specific on where the movie takes place, but they don't give a shit about. The actors, the culture, they, the the culture, culture exactly, exactly the culture. Um, so yeah, the movie <laughs> I, I think to me was uh, very overrated. Mm-hmm. All right, so now for the main topic of the night. This is actually an idea that Pat uh, created, and I think it was really awesome. Um, whoa, right. one's got to go. That's what yeah. it's called. One's got to go. Um, basically, what do we do is. Um, we what you call it? We 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 put two things against each other. It can be a character versus a character, an actor versus an actor, a director versus director. But one has to go. Like their whole history, the whole history of them, their whole timeline has to go. Like they don't exist. Um, and start off by saying Han Solo, yeah, versus Indiana Jones. Han Solo versus Indiana Jones. Not we're not saying Harrison Ford. Versus Harrison Ford, like we're not trying to say get rid of him, but just get rid of his character. So one's has to go. So does that mean so like Star Wars still exists? Star Wars, but Han still Solo exists. was never in it. Han Solo is not in the movie, but Han Solo was a background character, not a background character, but like a secondary. That's the character. only movie now, that Indiana Jones. That means there would be no Harrison Ford has never played second field in any other movie but Star Wars. But one's got to go. <laughs> all right. That means that you get rid of all of Indiana Jones series. All of the series. Why would you do that to my heart? You get rid of the whole series or you just get rid of Star Wars Han Solo. Meaning like he is not in the movies at all. There's no Han Solo at all. There's Chewie. There's Princess Leia. And then there's Luke. No Han Solo in there. At all. He's not in there at all. So who goes first? Um, I'm gonna say, um, get rid of Han Solo, <laughs> get rid of Hans because Indiana Jones by itself, I could watch every movie. Because, mind you, there's only one bad Indiana Jones movie, there's three bad Star Wars movies, true, but he wasn't in those three bad Star Wars movies, so they, they still exist. <laughs> They, you're right. They still would exist. 
But just 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 based off of bad experiences, I'm gonna go uh, get rid of Han Solo. He wanted to die in the second movie, anyways, right? Now, <laughs> keep in mind, mm. if you get rid of him, mm-hmm. Luke and Obi Wan have the plans of the Death Star. Mm-hmm. They're never gonna get out of Planet Tatooine because he's the one that transports them. Chewie, Chewie does it. Chewie. Oh, so Chewie's still in it. Chewie's now Chewie, Chewie's Han Solo's co-pilot. So if there's no co-pilot, there's another guy there, but he's not really important. He's like, um, he's like the guy who said it's a trap. He's he's like a he's he's not, he's not a big deal. He's not a Han Solo esque character. He's just like uh, just hangs around, just like a cool guy. I'm a cool guy. And puts his, he puts his leg. Princess on Leia tables. would never have a. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren would have never been born. Damn, dude. You just changed the whole galaxy, Changed the whole bro. goddamn story. You changed the whole galaxy, bro. That's why I'm saying I would rather get rid of... Well, I mean, Indiana Jones. Without Indiana Jones, what would we be? Without Indiana the Nazis. Jones? Nazis would have taken over. We wouldn't have uh, Lord Croft. We wouldn't have Nathan... Uh, I forgot the dude from uh, the Naughty Dog... Uh, uh, games uh, from I forgot the name of those fucking games. Wouldn't Uncharted. Have Uncharted wouldn't have Tomb Raider. Wouldn't have Uncharted. We wouldn't have. Uh, there was another movie that came out around the same time as uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, like the Jewel of the Nile, yeah. Romancing the Stone. We wouldn't have those Michael movies. Douglas. Wouldn't have all of those goddamn movies that came out. We wouldn't have all those. I'm saying, get rid of Hans. Han Solo. We still have Star Wars, but we won't have. Indiana Jones. What do you think? You think about just getting rid of Indiana Jones? Drop the whole series? Drop a whole series compared to still having a a movie. So the Nazis found the Covenant covenant Mm -hmm. because of him. Now, of course, they fail in the end. Mm -hmm. But if he never existed, they would have never gotten close to that. They also got close to the Cup of Christ because of him. Everything that uh, everything that he finds, the enemy ends up taking from him. True, fair enough. But he gets it back. We're, we're, I mean, problem solved. <laughs> he solves the problem. But even though we're taking him out, his his father did was still alive though. Mm-hmm. Damn. Han Solo. See, I feel like Han Solo. Like you know, he's part of that reason why the galaxy was saved by the rebels like dude Darth Vader was about to blast Luke Skywalker when he was gonna blow up the Death Star and Han Solo came and fucked all that up and that's how Luke blew up the Death Star because that was part of the force if Han Solo never existed the force would've used someone else probably would've used Chewie Chewie would've jumped in front of his fire that was that was all part so of the you, force so you saw all that was predestined yeah it was all predestined it was all gonna happen it was just Damn. there's no Han Solo. It's like you just take him out of there. Just take him, take him out of the graphics. Like he's not in the movie at all. There's no Han Solo. There's no dramatic uh, part when uh, Han Solo dies. There's no dramatic. Like, <gasps> that's true. Well, if dying. we take out Indiana Jones, that means Shia LaBeouf wasn't born, and I'm okay with that. So you're going with Indiana Jones? I'm going with Indiana Jones, even though I mean that's one of my heroes, but. The if, galaxy was saved partly if because Han of Han Solo. If Han Solo was to fight Indiana Jones, who do you think would win? Han Solo. Because Han shoots first. No. And Indiana doesn't. Jones has a whip. And a gun. He, he No, he took that gun. He doesn't have a gun. He, he has a gun, doesn't he? He doesn't use a gun. He uses a whip. He took that gun from that scene and shot the other guy. But he doesn't have a gun. He doesn't. He's a professor, man. He's an educated man. <laughs> I really think that Hans uh, has Jones Han. Han ha, I said Hans. Han has the blaster at his hip. He's a cowboy, man. Let's give it a scenario here. Let's give it a scenario. They're in Egypt. They're. Uh, I mean, Han Solo is on Earth. They're in Egypt, and they're in one of those uh, pyramids. 
Indiana Jones is, uh, you know, he's Indiana Jones. And Han Solo pops up. He says, yo, that artifact that you got there, I need it. And Does Han have his blaster? He crash land on the on the planet Earth. <laughs> and he's like, yo, the artifact that you got there, which is a lightsaber. He said, I need it. Like, okay, I think the, 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 to make this even, who would win in a fist fight? In the fist fight, yeah. None of them got weapons. Indiana Jones... Has what you call it? Uh, he he he. There's he has his whip, but if it was a fist fight, Indiana uh, Jones would win because we've all seen him knock out guys with his bare <laughs> fists, and we've never seen Han Solo do any of those things. He doesn't punch. No, he shoots and runs because he's a begin with an S. He's a uh, he's a scoundrel. A scoundrel. That's what he does. He just shoots and runs. He just gets away. He's a scruffy-looking nerf herder. That's what the princess says. <laughs> That's what he is. Yeah, you're right. So, w- range battle. Like I remember, like one of the one of the most vivid things that I remember from the M- Indiana Jones movies is every time he hit the guy, you heard that sound effect. That yeah, like it was like so exaggerated. And he'll hit you so hard that he'll fall over too. Yeah. <laughs> And he could take a hit. Yeah, he he always gets beat up. Yeah, by the Nazis or by the Russians, he always gets beat. Get the beat ship. up by guys who are way bigger than him. And what's great is that he's getting beat up, but he has a plan. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't worry, I'm a, I'm gonna take the hits, but I got you though. <laughs> yeah, he never got knocked out. And, no, he has been knocked out before. No, I don't think he ever has been knocked out. Because it's always like he fights, and then the only thing that stops the fight from happening is that somebody puts a gun on him, and then he just put up his hands or some shit like that. Yeah. So Indiana Jones would win in a fist fight. fight. In a fist fight. One of these YouTube uh, people who be doing like these versus things got to do Indiana Jones versus uh, Han Solo. I already know that Han Solo is going to win because he has the blaster, so he'll just shoot at him. But they got to make it more dramatic. They got to make it a fist fight. But yeah. Now, um, what about cool factor? Cool factor. So wait. So for one's got to go. I think that Indiana Jones is more cooler than Han Solo. Damn. Okay. (laughs) Hands down. I seriously believe that Indiana Jones is more cooler than Han Solo. So we said for one's got to go. It's pretty much a tie. You say uh, Han Solo has to go. I say Indiana Jones has Mm -hmm. to go. In a fist fight, Han Solo would win. No, I mean Indiana Jones would win, mm-hmm. and now we're saying what cool factor? You say Indiana Jones Indiana is cooler. Indiana Jones definitely is way Man, cooler. I gotta than tally Han Solo. all this stuff up. Hold on. Way cooler than because if we were to go off of just what is being cool, you get the ladies, you get the ladies. You don't get a lady who was a former princess. She's a former princess. She's not a princess anymore. You know what I mean? She's not even the hottest chick in the galaxy. Uh, Indiana Jones had a uh, had women in in class saying uh, "I love you" on putting that on the fucking eyelids. You see that shit? How cool is that? I'm gonna summarize. She went out of her. She I'm gonna summarize. I'm gonna summarize everything about Han Solo, why he trumps over Indiana Jones. Two words. Mm. I know. That's it? When she says, I love you. And he says, I know. That's that's the Right cool? before he gets frozen into carbonite. That's that's it? That's all he got? Dude, it's the coolest line. It's the most badass line that a guy has ever said in a movie to a girl. Because no one was expecting that. Just said, I know. Come on. No. No. That, that's not enough. That's not enough. Indiana Jones was a professor. Had the ladies flocking all over him, giving him apples. <laughs> Fought the Nazis. Him and his dad are well, Eskimo. Going brothers. back to those ladies flocking over him, they're all his students, and that yeah. happens at every university. Him and his dad are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> yep, they dug into the same chick. Probably on the same day, I think. Um. He, what you call it, uh, what, what else did he do? He actually, he lives forever. He can live forever because he actually drank from the cup of, uh, what you call it? I forgot the name of uh, the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. He actually drank from the Holy Grail. So he is immortal. 
that's cool factor through the fucking roof. Um, Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. That don't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> that don't mean a goddamn thing. He once he once uh, kept the lion or lions at bay with a whip and got the scars to prove it. As he when he was a little kid. Indiana Jones. I don't know. I can't see Han Solo doing that kind of stuff. Just because he doesn't have a, a Millennium Falcon. Falcon. He doesn't have any of those things. That don't mean anything. Because once you take away the Millennium Falcon from uh, Han Solo. What is he? Just a guy with the blaster. That's it. Indiana Jones. He is still a professor. <laughs> he is still an archaeologist. And he is still someone who has uh, seen death more than once. <laughs> I think uh, he's the cool. He he's more cooler than uh, Han Solo, hand down. Just because Han Solo has a fucking uh, big ass Chihuahua as a best friend, <laughs> can't even speak, yo. And he got a blaster. I don't mean anything. Indiana Jones has short round. He can speak. He, he can was drive. In one movie. He can I speak. I would pick Chewbacca over Short Round anytime. He can speak. He can drive. He, he doesn't can really fight. speak. He screams and he's annoying. He fights Come on, too. Mr. Jones! He fights too. He fights just like Indiana Jones. Remember that one scene that he was punching the kid just like Indiana Jones was? Yo, one thing, Indiana Jones, man, when he punches, yo, he he launches his arms so yeah. like so far back. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> like why it is a knockout. Do, why didn't they do the next Indiana Jones with Short Round being Indiana Jones? Short Round should have been in in the the following Indiana Jones movie because it seemed like he was going to be his protege. It seemed like Short Round was the perfect. Per- you know what? I think it just racism. <laughs> Cause yo, it just seemed like he's the he's the ideal candidate for the next Indiana Jones movie. Short so, round. Being I think the- I think we definitely need to do this again, mm-hmm. but with more people. Cause right now it's just the only one that has like won something was Indiana Jones for fist fight. Everything else has been a tie. True. What about outfit? Indiana Jones. He has a satchel. Yeah. He's got a he's got the leather jacket. <laughs> he's got a satchel. He's got the with hat. The hat. With the hat. I, I think it's the hat. The hat is everything. Because that hat, hat is it, that hat is his silhouette. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have that hat and you just saw his shadow, you wouldn't know it was Indiana Jones unless he had the whip on his side. Mm-hmm. But that hat changes everything. Yeah. But Han Solo's stance <laughs> when he's with the blaster, come on, man. <laughs> Oh man, that stance! <laughs> like he's like he's riding one of those mechanical bulls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nah, it's still not more. It's not more which iconic than that Indiana Jones uh, silhouette. I wonder if all this is gonna change once the Han Solo movie comes out. Well, they're also doing the Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. They're doing young Indiana Jones movie. And I think uh, Chris Pratt is going to be the young Indiana Jones, who's not even that young because he's like 35, 34. Yeah. They need somebody younger, but I can't see anybody doing that. Well, you know what? What about Ryan Gosling? How old is he? He's like 30-something. But he looks a lot younger than Chris Pratt. Nah, Ryan Gosling won. He doesn't got the... It would be cool if they actually the used the same actor from the Han Solo movie. Oh, that dude? I have him play in, uh, young Indiana Jones. That would be pretty cool. I didn't even... The only movie I've ever seen that guy in was in uh, that movie that was supposed to be about old Hollywood. Yeah, Hell Caesar. Yeah, Hell Caesar. That's the only movie I've ever seen him in. I haven't seen him in anything else, but... Um, you know how he broke into the Hollywood? Oh. It's crazy. He met Steven Spielberg at a friend's bar mitzvah. Really? Yep. And that's how he got his connections. Tell you, man. Got to get in there with the Jews, man. <laughs> Jewish people, man. You just got to get it connected. And some <laughs> some way you got to join into a bar mitzvah. 
That's that's the way to get into Hollywood. I'm not saying that Jews own Hollywood or anything like that. But I'm just saying. Come on. Come on. Um Yeah, I think I think that's the sode, everybody. Yep. <laughs> that's the sode, everybody. Um my name has been Pat. And this was Kev. And I hope everybody have a great day and I'll see ya at the Tail Slate. Yeah, hello. Welcome to the Tell Slate. The song that you're listening to is none other than Oingo Boingo <laughs> with the song Weird Science that was featured in the film Weird Science. Yeah. Um, I mean, other than the, the name of the band, which I think is a solid get. I'm so, man, Could you I imagine, am not that creative. Could you imagine people <laughs> in the 80s? Hey, are you going to the Oingo Boingo concert? Oh I'm gonna God, go see Oingo, Oingo Boingo live. Oh man, I'm, I'm never that creative to come up with a name like that. I don't even know where they came up from. With that, that's something that I just gotta look up. But um, damn, I was gonna say something else. <laughs> like technically, their name is Oingo Oingo, but they just put a B in the middle, so it's like Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, hope everybody enjoyed the episode. If you guys think that um, you want to get down on this whole uh, which one's got to go, you guys can give us a list of uh, people who you think should be uh, which one's got to go, which one's got to stay. Um, Pat is representing the Indiana Jones I'm political Indiana, party. Yes, I am. I am I'm, I'm representing Han Solo. Solo, like his name is just badass. Indiana Jones, oh, which God. is not even his real First name. First of all, Indiana. He was named after a dog. He named himself after a dog. He named himself after a dog. I know what I wanted to say. Remember, you know, you know how they're saying like they're gonna basically remake all these movies and uh, TV shows and stuff. I think they should do another Weird Science. They should re uh, reboot Weird Science. I'm yeah. not sure. Who could be the actors or who could be the actors? Wait, but reboot the show or the movie? The movie. Definitely the movie. a movie. Fuck the TV show. Even though it lasted five seasons. That is amazing. I didn't know. But, uh, yeah, I could yeah. definitely see that. I could definitely see that, too. Um, knowing Hollywood, they're probably going to be like, oh, you know what? Uh, it's probably going to be a guy. And if they're going to use a the guy, they probably could use that guy for the guy who plays in Thor. Oh, so it's going to be reverse. So it's going to be two girls creating two a guy. Two girls, yeah. I think that'll be the funniest. Ah, but I don't know no funny young women, uh, like funny people. I don't. I, I can't even picture. There's the girl them. from um, the girl from Arrested Development. What the, the, the cousin? Cast, what of the cast from Broad City? What's the dude? Oh shit! Like an adult version of Weird Science. That would be awesome, man. That I would watch that. Fuck. I would, totally I would watch definitely that. watch that fucking movie. Oh hell yeah! Like an adult version of it, because kids ain't gonna know what the fuck's going on. But if they do it for adults, for us, oh my gosh, yeah. Shoot, maybe we should do a short like that. We should just do a short with uh, get some girls and just what you call it, just get them to recreate weird science kind of thing. I think that'll be fucking hilarious. With broad city kind of humor. <laughs> See if Amy Schumer can sign off on this. <laughs> I think we got ourselves uh what you call it? I think we got ourselves a, a great idea. I'm about to say something real racist. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, um other than that, you guys can contact us at um We seen to We seen to at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You can contact we see it on all platforms. You can hit us up on the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter. We are on all streamings. We are on... Uh, we're on Snapchat, even though we hardly use it. Yeah, we're on Snapchat. You can hit us up on Google Play, iTunes. You can like us on iTunes. You can like us on SoundCloud. Stitcher. Yo, Stitcher. 
all the streaming platforms that you use for your podcasting enjoyment. We are there. We you can actually you can also listen to us through your if you have Apple TV. Yeah. I actually found us through the podcast app on Apple TV. Yeah. You can watch us through the TV. Yeah. So uh, everybody enjoy this song. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You know what? Not hoping. You did enjoy it. Um, Because, I mean, you're all the way to the end of it. So (laughs) everybody enjoy your day. If it's hot, if it's muggy, just stay in that air conditioning. All right. I've been Pat. And this was Kev. Yeah, take it easy. See you next week.